is Matt Crump. I've been known as a lot of things over my life. The class clown, the army guy, the rocker guy, the car guy, and the guitar guy. I've also made a lot of mistakes in my life, but the best thing I ever did, that's give my heart and life to Jesus Christ. He led me down a lifelong path and introduced me to my awesome bride, Rockin' Robin, blessed us with two incredible kids, and has given me a hope through some of the absolute toughest times of my life. See, I'm battling stage four cancer, and although that sucks, <laughs> it's opened my eyes and heart to a hope I never knew this way before and moments I never noticed. I call those God's Got This Moments, and they reveal hope like never before. Today, I'd like to welcome you to Hope Revealed. Well, hello and welcome back, or welcome to those of you tuning in for the first time here to Hope Revealed. I'm your host, Matt Crump, and I come to you every Tuesday with episodes of Hope, Health, and Health. Sometimes we'll have guests that give us a great information and help in the world of health and health care, as well as ways to find hope through that information. As a person myself with stage four cancer, I wanted to bring a platform to you that would specifically bring hope as well as help. And that can be done through special guests, information I've been able to locate and information from emails and messages I receive from, from our listeners, from you. Uh, you can always email us here at community at godsgotthis.love for questions, comments, or content. So on today's program, I want to talk about fortitude. Fortitude's a valuable tool to have in your toolbox of life. When dealing with cancer or any type of terminal, terminal disease, it's so important to living, and it's also important to have fortitude like at work or school with family and just so many ways. This week on All of Hope Revealed, I really felt a strong sense of the word fortitude. So tomorrow's show on YouTube, it'll feature a single mom of three kids fighting stage four cancer and now on hospice, her fight to live and share the love of Christ and her passion as well for the word hope. She is a hope purveyor and she's incredible. You won't want to miss that episode on our YouTube channel. Uh, you can find that on our, our YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com backslash Matt Crump 1969. And then you can go to our playlist, uh, Hope Revealed and God's Got This, and you won't be disappointed. There's all kinds of God's Got This stories and moments there that uh, you'll be able to start watching and, and tuning into, and uh, we release a new one every week. So while there, please subscribe to our channel on YouTube, and please comment on the videos you watch, and at least give us a thumbs up or something. It really helps in, uh, to us advance in the YouTube world and sharing our message of hashtag God's Got This and a hope revealed with the world when you uh, when you do something, when you say something when you're there or let people know when you like it or whatever. So if you can do that, it'd be so fantastic. Okay, so enough commercials. Just wanted to you to know about uh, the awesome show tomorrow you will not want to miss. All right, Ashley's awesome. This week, as I mentioned, I'm talking about fortitude. I'm sure you have some idea what the definition of it is, and I'm sure you may have your own definition, but let me just share with you what the dictionary defines fortitude as. It's a noun, it's a meaning a person, place, or thing, right? So it is defined as courage in pain or adversity. That's a powerful word, fortitude. Defines as courage in pain or adversity. Anyone with a terminal disease or something like cancer like I have and so many people that I know uh, all too well understand what pain is and that have courage in pain or adversity, 
uh, fortitude is required. And uh, as we're talking here a little bit today, we'll find out how it applies in all of our lives when uh, we find a short definition of a word for for fortitude, we see how big and how huge of a word it really is. It's just a few words def- definition, right? But what a big word. I mean, fortitude is not always easy to have or to try to have in adverse situations. You know, a person living with stage four cancer who lives with a ticking time bob inside their body can have a hard time living a life of fortitude, much less be a person of fortitude. It doesn't even have to be cancer. or It can be any other disease. It can also be a person in leadership trying to lead well in a time when what is being led looks like a sinking ship. Have you ever been there before? It can be in a family that no longer talks to each other and looks like a pointless union of roommates. Hmm. There are a ton of analogies that we could come up with, but I hope you get the idea of the depth of a word like fortitude. I mentioned tomorrow's show on our channel as it is with a woman whose name is Ashley. Ashley's in a real tough situation. She's full of tumors. She's living in pain that could put most strong men to their knees. As a matter of fact, I talked to her today and she was taken to Duke and she's there in the hospital today when her daughter's birthday is tomorrow. So I'm praying she goes home. She has three incredible kids that she loves dearly. A mother who is in her uh, caregiver, her mom's her caregiver, and many friends she has that loves her. And even though her body requires much rest right now, she fights for life and love and hope. And though she's living with a disease in her body that could take her life at any moment, she stands tall as a person of fortitude. I hate that she has to deal with this. I hate that she has to go through what she's going through because she's such an awesome person. I love that fortitude is what she is. She's not only a noun, she's a verb and an adjective. Watch this show tomorrow more and you'll, you'll love her and pray for her today as well, if you will. So fortitude is for sure a choice and it's a matter of will. Uh, the reality is many times we don't want to be a person of fortitude when we're angry or hopeless or bitter. According to the National Cancer Institute, an article on their website says this about hope. Once people accept that they have cancer, they often feel a sense of hope. There are many reasons to feel hope. Millions of people who have had cancer are alive today. Your chances of living with cancer and living beyond it are better now than they have ever been before. And people with cancer can lead active lives even during treatment. Some doctors think that hope may help your body deal with cancer. Did you hear that? Some people think that hope may help your body deal with cancer. So scientists are studying whether a hopeful outlook and positive attitude helps people feel better. Here are some ways you can build your sense of hope. Plan your days as you've always done. Don't limit the things you'd like to do just because you have cancer. Look for reasons to have hope. If it helps, write them down or talk to others about them, like I'm doing. (laughs) Spend time in nature. Reflect on your religious or spiritual beliefs. I tell you, if it wasn't for Jesus in my life, I know I'd be a goner by now. That's a whole other story. We'll get to it shortly. But listen, the last point they had was listen to stories about people with cancer 
who are leading active lives. And that's what we're trying to do here at Hope Revealed and hashtag God's Got This by showing people how to live instead of being told that you're dying of cancer, right? You can live. Did you catch one part they said scientists have been and still are studying whether a hopeful outlook and a positive attitude helps people feel better? Healthline.com actually did a report on this as well and found a study from Ohio State that is quite interesting as well here, and this is what it says. Can a positive attitude help defeat cancer? Positive attitude is important to overall health, but a new study suggests a bright outlook could play a major role in how someone handles cancer treatments. Researchers from the Ohio State University Comprehensive Cancer Center say that patients who had psychological issues such as anxiety, depression, low optimism, or lack of social support before a hematemic stem cell transplant, HSCT, had a higher risk for hospital readmission and stayed longer when they are readmitted compared to those in better overall mental health. Hmm. The transplants are most commonly used in patients with blood cancers. Readmission after the procedure has been linked to poor quality of life and survival prospects. The researchers say that mental health screenings should be performed before the procedure. It could provide at-risk patients with assistance prior to and after the procedure as a way to prevent readmissions. There's another phrase to catch. Researchers say that mental health screenings should be performed before procedure. It could provide at-risk patients with assistance prior to and after the procedure as a way to prevent readmission. Hmm. So living in a place of hope and being positive and being a person of fortitude can actually make a person who is sick much better, and in some cases, even healed. That's pretty good stuff. So with all the medicine and treatments available out there, the reality is a person has to be a person of hope and fortitude to even consider having a better chance at even being better. For me, even though I'd like to be cancer-free, I feel like I've been given an opportunity to be a person of fortitude a long time ago. When cancer came into my life, although I admit I have had typical human reactions and feel about it and still have my moments, however, I live as a person with courage in pain and adversity. I try to expel hope in every way that I can. I have a disease inside that wants to kill me, but I have an input of faith, hope, fortitude, and truth that expels faith, hope, and fortitude despite what is trying to kill me. Another example of fortitude is war. No one really likes war. There are a few exceptions with people who have been tainted by personal experiences and a twisted definition of truth. I don't mean those people. Most people involved in real war are not at all like the movies you might watch. They're there because they believe in a principle and they have fortitude to push through and a motivation to come home. (laughs) Alive, safe, and healthy. If a person in war went to the battlefield and just dropped their weapon in a heated exchange and shouted, I don't like war and I refuse to fight this way. Can't we all just get along? That person is what we call dead. (laughs) It doesn't work that way. The reality is you fight to win. A person of fortitude fights to win in any situation. 
If you're in a place right now where you're feeling nothing, or maybe you're wrestling with bitterness against someone or something, if you're wrapped in fear about circumstances or situations, or if you just feel completely hopeless, the truth is, that could change. Being a person of fortitude is most definitely a choice, and it's not always easy. Just saying yes to it is a huge step of courage in the battlefield of your own mind. It's a matter of will. When your will has been defeated and you just feel limp in life, I'm telling you, in a matter of seconds, you can change that around. Being a person of fortitude is a person of courage and a person who feeds on truth with the compelling desire to win. There is no cure center that ministers fortitude and positivity and has a 100% cure rate in the world. In the midst of that truth, there is an absolute truth that being positive and trusting and hoping in a healing that was provided a long time ago, the great place to start and a great place to stand. Well, I'm obviously pointing to God. I also am pointing to Jesus Christ, who gave us many examples as well as words in, in life, in a life of fortitude. He went to a cross for us that uh, we didn't have to. There are so many scriptures you can search in the Bible if you haven't done that yet. A simple place to start, start with Google. Just search for, for scriptures about healing or scriptures about hope. You'll find so many examples and examples that will create a courage to open up doors to fortitude in your life. It's about feeding yourself with good food. Good food gives us nourishment in our bodies and the old quote says, garbage in, garbage out. So my suggestion is to change your diet. <laughs> if all you have is hopelessness, anger, and bitterness, then what you're eating is actually eating you. That's what cancer does. I actually believe that not being a person of fortitude and, and actually that person becomes someone who has cancer of the mind. Once you have cancer in your mind, everything changes and it slowly eats away until it fully wins. Remember that in war, we fight to win. You are and you can be a winner. Not only can changing your physical diet be helpful to your body and your mind by giving you better energy and vitamins and the nourishment your body needs and desires, it is also a diet of your mind. Another old saying that the definition of insanity is, yes, you can probably quote right along with me, and here we go, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. <laughs> so if we know this, why not make the sane and strong decision to seek a different input? That means start feeding on truth. Start feeding on positive examples that build your faith and courage instead of living, living in a blase, blah kind of life. My fight of faith is grounded in a trust and a belief that has been taught for centuries. It's been fought against and rivaled and ridiculed, yet it still stands tall, still inspires, encourages, and changes lives. The faith I found is more than just a book. It's a living book, meaning the words in it are very powerful and can mean something to you at one moment in your life and then mean something completely different at another point. The words never change that are printed on the paper. It's the difference that makes the difference. Being alive means that it's a living word and a personal word meant just for you. 
yet changes the world we live in and has for centuries and will continue until time as we know it ends. I believe that Jesus was not a liar. And if what he says is true, I believe it. I receive it and I live it. That's what gives me strength to push past my adversity and fight as a person of fortitude, bringing hope as a side bonus into the lives of others. You're no different than me. I'm no better than anyone else. I actually understand that I don't deserve it at all. And that in itself is a gift. Some folks have a hard time receiving gifts. It can be a clunky and awkward uh, moment for sure. Uh, This gift is the one that you just choose to swallow that pride hole and receive the truth that embodies a courage and a hope fueling a fire to live out a life of fortitude. Man, that is like some tweeting stuff right there. You need to write that down. I'll say it again slow. Here we go. All right. The gift is one you just choose to swallow that pride whole. Receive the truth that embodies a courage and a hope fueling a fire to live out a life of fortitude. Man, that's good stuff. I want to encourage you to be a warrior of fortitude. Battle the war of life with courage. Embody the hope that only comes from God and create, creates a place and a space for others around you to be encouraged, to look to that hope and become people of fortitude as well. On my website, you'll see on the homepage, I'm, I'm labeled as a purveyor of hope. I only feel that I can live out that by trusting in and believing in the hope I have found through Christ. Oh, It's not always easy, and it isn't some kind of magic potion that just goes poof and I'm some perfect guy. I'm far from it. I have the same battles, the same questions, and the same fears. The one thing we all have in common is our humanity. We can all connect there for sure. It's a choice I've made to live a life of fortitude. I sure hope that It can be helpful for you, and as the weeks continue to progress, I desire to share hope every day I can. Don't forget, you can log into our site at godsgotthis.love and sign up for our mailing list. This will get you a weekly copy of our magazine called HR Hope Revealed. It'll give you information about podcasts that you're listening to, like right now, the show you can watch on Wednesdays about Ashley, like I talked about a minute ago, our blog on Thursday, and a video devotion on Fridays. So again, we'd love to share all this with you but can't do it until you subscribe over at godsgotthis.love. All right, so back back to fortitude. I read an interesting article um, today from someone called Nicola Nikki Morris. She wrote on the topic of fortitude, specifically as a business leader, and she offered four great points I'd like to share with you. And we'll offer a link uh, to the full blog in the comments and sections below at our podcast site, uh, specifically all the things I've quoted to you today. So here they are, four ideas to help build your mental fortitude and resilience. Number one, check it out, have courage. (laughs) She's got three points there. To build mental toughness, you need to have courage. The courage to face your fears and endure those challenges at a time of uncomfortable situations. This is where your attitude comes in. Believe that you can overcome the challenge, and when you do, the next step is to reflect on how you felt at the time and how great you feel now. To have courage, you need to be accepting of failure and learning from that failure. And then time shift your thinking. Envision yourself in the future. 
to what you will feel like when you overcome the challenge and your fortitude improves. That's awesome. Have courage. All right, step number two here. Be determined. To have fortitude, you need to be determined and focused on your goals and visions. If you have courage, it's easier to be determined, right? So setting your goals and vision will help to keep your eye on what is most important to you and to prioritize where your focus, your energy, and determination. That's good stuff. Be determined. Prioritize where you focus your energy and determination. Third point, be emotionally self-aware and calm. Boy, that's really easy, right? (laughs) All right, so again, if you have courage, you're determined. It's probably easier to do that. Be emotionally self-aware and calm. All right, here we go, several points. Some uh, Spend some time becoming aware of your emotions and how you feel in certain circumstances. What actions or behaviors of others make you feel uncomfortable, strong, confident, nervous, energized, upset? Write those down. By identifying these situations and how they make you feel will help you improve your self-awareness of your feelings and your body language. You ever had somebody say to you, like, you know, you really offended me or upset me or da 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 whatever. It, it sometimes isn't necessarily what you said, but how you said it. And man, I, I fall victim to that a bunch, and I'm trying to work on that. So, you know, it's important to understand uh, what you're saying and how you're saying it. All right, next step. The next step is being aware and controlling your emotions in these situations. Yeah, it's simple too. Can't be hot-headed and be able to have a, a good conversation, right? Oops. All right, so being calm under fire is an important trait of great leaders. This helps build the trust of your team and supports good decision-making. You just can't fly off the handle all the time and yell at people that you're with or working with or doing whatever and expect everybody's just going to listen to you. It doesn't work that way all the time. So and one of those traits in being a person of fortitude is being able to, uh, to hold on to that stuff and be able to handle it the right way. Definitely controls your body language, right, and what you're saying at that time, too. All right, so remaining focused and in control and aware of your emotions are key to having mental toughness. Please note this does not mean being void of emotion and cold or unapproachable in challenging situations. Showing emotion is an important characteristic of strong professional and personal relationships, but being aware of your emotions and the impact you're having on others is an important leadership trait. That's good stuff. And you know, for me personally with, uh, with cancer, I'm on a lot of medication, And a lot of those medications can actually cause problems for you with the way you're feeling, um, with the way that things are going on in your life that you're getting hurt by or something like that. They could be definitely um, an issue and a problem for you, you know. So I just want to say that, you know, if we focus on the ways that we're doing those things, it can make make a huge impact uh, when you're doing that. And, you know, you're more self-aware. And sometimes you can try to curb some of the feelings. And I'm working on that when I'm with with this crazy medication. Sometimes I I fail. But uh, it's important to be aware of these things. And it helps you uh, to overcome some of that. So for those of you listening today that are on those types of medications, uh, obviously there's some things that um, they're tough when they've got some strong side effects. You know, you might want to talk to your your, uh, doctors about that. But being more aware of it, it just is the, the first step. All right, so the last, last step she brings up is work hard at building fortitude and be accountable. 
Just like you may hire a personal trainer or start a fitness program to lose weight or become more fit and have more physical strength or fortitude, developing uh, mental toughness and becoming resilient takes work. A fortitude program. How about that? Building fortitude takes time, so be patient and look at it as a learning process. That's easy, right? Don't be too hard on yourself and find someone, a trusted friend, a colleague, or a coach to hold you accountable. Work with a business coach or, or some kind of coach, personal coaches. I, I'm a, I call myself a hope coach, so I work with folks that I can, I can speak life to and share hope with them, right? There's lots of people out there you can find uh, that uh, are available to, to, to help you with that, right? And uh, build a fortitude program and start supporting you in being accountable. Work, work with some of those people. Uh, she went on to say in her blog that um, you develop fortitude in your life when you do that, it helps you to develop resilience. And that's a powerful point. So, you know how I go with definitions. So here it is. Resilience is a great definition. Uh, I got two ways to share it to you. The capacity to recover quickly from difficulties, toughness, or the ability of a substance or object to spring back into shape, elasticity. That is resilience. So when the wind is gone from your sails and when the basketball game and the basketball seems to go a little flat, it's just not bouncing like it used to, things just don't move or bounce back the way they were designed. Resilience is the tool in your toolbox that if developed well in your life, will ensure you're always equipped to the tough times. It doesn't obviously mean you, you never get deflated or feel lost or alone or hopeless. Fill in the blank. We will all go through those times. It just means that when you're a person of fortitude and have developed the muscle of resilience in your life, the outcome is always better and you can really make a difference in the lives of other people. It could be that you're the one at work that always can rely on, folks always can rely on you and, and come to you when times are tough. It could be that you're the person at school that your friends can always count on and trust you at your word. It could be that you're a foundational person in your family who can always display a life of fortitude, courage, resilience, and hope. There are some people who are just naturally built that way. They just think that way from the womb, it seems. And then there's the rest of us, people like me, that learn from examples and learn from places that can really pour into us the truths that we so desperately need to live a life that inspires hope and freedom. So there are just a few ideas and nuggets for you today in our podcast, Hope Revealed, and we hope that um, they've helped you and inspired you. Feel free to download this podcast today, and also please share today's episode everywhere you can. It helps us to get the word out. And we don't really have any corporate sponsors. Not really. We don't have them at all. We don't have any corporate sponsors or bank accounts here at Matt Crump Ministries. Just my little wallet. And by sharing our ministry with your friends and encouraging them to get involved, we can accomplish our mission to believe passionately, encourage boldly, and see hope revealed. We have several items available in our hashtag God's Got This store online. You can visit by going to godsgotthis.love and clicking on our shop link. And if you ever feel a nudge to help us with our mission and the costs involved, we would be ever so grateful. It takes a lot of money just to do what we're doing now. And like I said, It'd be incredible to be able to do more, but we can only go so far unless you partner with us and become a part of the hashtag God's Got This community. If you could become a monthly partner in any way, it could make a difference. You can do that by going to our site and clicking on the donations link, and it will guide you the rest of the way there. 
If you can do a one-time donation, you can do that too. We accept any amount that ends in the word thousand. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, and you can do that. It'd be cool. That'd be awesome. Okay. Fortitude. We have an incredible show over at our YouTube channel, Laughing, tomorrow that you won't want to miss. It's amazing, right? They will be available tomorrow morning before most of you have a cup of coffee, and that is if I get up in time. So Thursday's hashtag God's Got This blog will be on Fortitude as well, and our Friday Meaningful Moments devotion will be about, guess what? Yep, Fortitude. Thank you so much for tuning in, and just remember, whatever circumstances or situations you may face, You can always face it and look it straight in the eyes and boldly confess, you know what? I'm not even concerned because I know God's got this. He surely does. I'm thankful you joined me today for another episode of Hope Revealed.